Have you ever wondered what is really happening behind the curated feed of your favorite influencers and brands? The Social Sessions podcast gets the real story. I'm Tara, the founder of TJ Creative Agency. And I'm Audrey, a creative director and social media manager. Between the two of us, we have 13 years of experience in the social media world. Welcome back to Social Sessions Podcast, you guys. It's Tara and I, and we're covering kind of a controversial topic today, and that is whether or not you should focus on quality or quantity. So we definitely have heard both sides of the argument, and we're going to get into what we think is more important. But before we get into that, we have some updates for you. The first update is that TikTok rolled out a strikes-based penalty system. Their main goal was to really rule out repeat offenders. So they had said they found that people who were violating guidelines were violating the same guideline multiple times. That's that's what this... (laughs) So that's what this strikes-based situation is like. I think it's kind of similar to YouTube where if you get like a copyright strike on your account, things like that, you, you only get a certain number of them. But TikTok said, under the new system, if someone posts content that violates one of our community guidelines, the account will accrue a strike as the content is removed. If an account meets the threshold of strikes either within a product feature, meaning like comments, lives, something like that, or a policy, it will be permanently banned. So Tara and I were talking about this earlier, and Tara was like, isn't this what they were already doing? I don't think they had like an official strike situation. I don't I don't really know what their old system was, but this one is like, it will tell you, you have a strike on your account. I think that's good. Because sometimes I think like TikTok Jill or Instagram or what we used to call it back in the olden days on Instagram was you were shadow banned or whatever, right? But you were like, but why? Like, what did I do wrong? And I think this yeah. will like clear that, clear the air. Like you are, str- this was against the guidelines. That is know? one thing that I do appreciate about TikTok. Like I hate the community guidelines, like especially in certain, in certain industries, I hate the community guidelines, but I've always appreciated that they tell you which guideline you broke. Yeah. You know, they're like, this is why your video was taken down because this is the specific policy that you did not abide by. Yeah. And then the other update I want to tell you guys about was that Instagram is adding a lead form to their call to action buttons if you have a business profile. So this is pretty huge if you have a service-based company. I think it could be really big for us. Anyone that's a social media manager could be great for you guys. Um, So they already have call to action buttons. They have like make a reservation, book now, order now, buttons like that. But this one is a lead form. So it says it'll enable you to choose multiple choice or short answer responses, providing another way to glean insight from your Instagram profile visitors. Which is amazing. So good. Yeah. Like TikTok has been doing that. Actually, this is where they got the idea from. Um, And I've utilized it on a few of our accounts on TikTok and I get leads on it. Like I have to remember to check them, but there are probably seven or eight that have come through like in the last three months. Yeah. So I just think there's a lot of potential there. There is. It's an important part of the puzzle. Audrey and I have been talking this whole week about just trying to gather analytics of how we're getting traffic. And it's really hard to pinpoint that. That's what sucks about social to a 
to an extent is yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to- specifically for social managers to pinpoint it. It's easier if you have access to every part of the business. But for us, sometimes it's hard to get those specific analytics from obviously businesses we're working with. Exactly. So this is a cool way. Also a sidebar on this, but we've been talking a lot about how you need to make, this is just a separate tip, I guess. If you're a business owner on social media, you need to be making you need to be making it as easy as possible for your potential customers, for these people that are finding you on social media, make it as easy as possible for them to set up an appointment with you. This is specifically if you're a service-based company or yeah. like I was, I just had a one-on-one earlier with a, with a lady that owns a restaurant and I was saying the same thing. You need to make it as easy as possible for them to, to get to your restaurant, whether that be you have an order button on your Instagram, whether that be you are posting high quality photos of your food so that they know what they're getting before they get there. Your address needs to be there. People need the easiest route possible. So in the service-based situation, I think this lead form is really great. If you can set up a consultation, you can book an appointment online that is going to be so much easier. Again, this isn't necessarily like our job as social media managers, but for those of you that own a business or are working with a social media manager, that's like that next step could be what's blocking people from actually coming in. Yeah. Audrey even said that she would not, if there's not an easy access, like she's not going to go, she's going to find a better place. Than me. Yeah. Most of the time. Well, I had said this. I, so I had said like, if I can't book an appointment online, there's a good chance I'm not going to book an appointment. If I can't make a reservation online, probably not going to make a reservation. And also like with food, going back to like the restaurant business, I've said for so long, if you don't have good photos on your Instagram, I'm probably not coming in because I look at Instagram. That's how I search every restaurant. If I'm going to find a new one, I always look them up on Instagram because I want to see what the food looks like. And I want to see, you know, the types of people that are there. Yeah. The vibe. Yeah. So that's kind of what I mean by making it like as easy as possible to get them in the store, to get them in the restaurant, to get them in your office, whatever it is, like social as social media managers, we can only go so far, right? We're showing your content to the right people. We are getting that awareness for you. We're putting your content, we're putting your business in front of new people, but we are not there to guarantee that they're going to walk through the door. That's your job. Yeah. Amen, sister. So that was just a sidebar. (laughs) That was you got a tip and some updates this week. I love it. Anyways, before we jump into the debate of quality versus quantity, you guys know I would love it if you left a review. I would love it if you gave us a little five-star rating, a little review, whatever it is. It really helps us out. All right. Now to actually jump into it, what is more important, quality versus quantity? Now, here's the deal. You have probably heard both sides of the argument, right? Especially on TikTok. For a long time, there was the, you need to be posting three to five times a day. You need to whatever. We've even heard it on Instagram, right? I know there's people who were doing like reels challenges saying post like a reel a day for however many days, you know, the more content you put out, the better chance you have of being found, things like that. And then on the flip side of that, there's people who will preach, you just need to focus on quality, right? Make the highest quality content you can and the followers and the people will will find you essentially, right? But what's what's the truth? Like what really matters? Yeah. 
I think for a while, I would say both of us kind of steered towards quality. And I think, I mean, we've kind of gone back and forth, but I think we used to do a lot of quantity and then we were like, okay, let's pull back. Let's just make good content. Now I feel like we're kind of going back towards quantity. And I have a few reasons for this. So the first is that if you want to grow on social media as a business, as an influencer, whatever, you absolutely need to be on more than one platform. Just just for the sake of like safety even. Like even as just yeah, a backup. Like the audience. It right. Like let's say you're huge on Instagram. You Let's say you get logged out of your Instagram. It's, it gets hacked. Instagram shuts down. Whatever the situation, you want to be able to still have that audience on another platform. Whether like honestly, it could be email marketing. It could be TikTok. It could be LinkedIn. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Literally anywhere. You just want to make sure that you still have ownership of that following. So you need to be on more than one platform. And we've talked about repurposing content before. And honestly, I think my opinion on repurposing content has kind of changed because I think for a while I was like, just repost it wherever. First of all, normalize changing your mind because I changed my mind. (laughs) Um, But secondly, now I'm like, okay, as a consumer, like switch to the consumer seat, right? As a consumer, Uh if I'm following someone on TikTok and they post like a what I eat in a day, let's say, Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's great. And then maybe I follow them on Instagram. They post the exact same thing. I don't want to see it twice. Yeah. Why am I watching the same video twice? So that's kind of what it's like from the consumer angle is like, why would you follow someone if they're just posting the exact same content on both platforms or on multiple platforms. So getting back to the quality versus quantity, you need to be on more than one platform and you need to be making platform specific content, which inevitably means you're making a large quantity of content. (laughs) So it goes hand in hand. Yeah. So that's, that's like, honestly, the first reason that I'm leaning more towards quantity is because in order to be on multiple platforms, again, it could just be two. Like I I don't need you on every single platform, but you need to be on more than one. So in order to be on more than one platform and have like platform specific content, you need to be making more content than you already are is basically what I'm trying to say. And I do want to say when I say platform specific content, I think that's really scary for some people. Some people get really freaked out and there's this idea. I think the biggest fear is what if I run out of ideas? How am I supposed to make that much content? Like I can't come up with, you know, four new ideas a day. And what I will say to that is you do not have to reinvent the wheel. And when I say, when I say platform specific content, that doesn't mean you can't repurpose things. Like you can make content about the same topic. You can make content about the same idea, Mm -hmm. but just deliver it differently. Yeah. No, I was thinking that. Um, applies to like several of our clients. But if you could take the same video, and I've done this before, and just change, like keywords are really important on YouTube shorts. And so it's using that same piece of content, maybe removing the text and then adding it in a way that YouTube reacts better to it, right? Like it doesn't doesn't react this or have the same result on TikTok and YouTube. I've noticed that very much recently. You can use the same clips, just uh-huh. edit them maybe to a different song that, and maybe edit it in like a faster pace that might perform better on Instagram and maybe do a voiceover on TikTok. 
You know what I mean? So it's not the exact same. Or it can be as simple as like, let's say you did a what I eat in a day on TikTok. Maybe that second video that you're going to put on Instagram is like literally how you made breakfast. The clips are the same. You already have that video of you making and eating your breakfast because you put it in a what I eat in a day. The Instagram version is just like my high protein breakfast or like my yeah. favorite like filling. You know what I mean? Like you, it doesn't, it doesn't always require double the work. It's just a little bit more creativity, I would say, in a way that like how can you use the same footage and use the same general ideas, but you use it in a way that's like more specific to each platform. So the biggest thing that I tell people all the time is TikTok is so much more authentic. They don't want curated content. You guys have heard us say this 8 million times. So how are you going to take this quote unquote authentic content that you have on TikTok and put it in a curated and authentic or a curated and aesthetic way on Instagram? You know what I mean? You're just, you're approaching it in a different way. Yeah. So I just, I don't need everyone to freak out about the fact that they're like, oh my God, now I have to make so much more content. You are making more content, but it's revolving around the same ideas. Yep. That's really... Yeah. I mean, that's the first reason that I would say quantity kind of is taking precedence. It's a little bit more important just because you need to be making more to be on more platforms. Networking for professionals is a pain in the ass. Let's just be honest. Your day is already being spent making phone calls, answering texts and emails, along with social media and people sliding into your DMs. The last thing you're wanting to do is sift through the spam messages while trying to network with real industry professionals. Well, It's On Meet just fixed this problem. It's On Meet is a new social network for professionals in marketing that allows users to connect with you only if they buy you a coffee first as a way to show their real interest. And after the coffee is accepted, a chat unlocks and you can redeem your drink at Starbucks or DoorDash. It's that simple. It's on Meet users absolutely love this networking platform because it provides a way of finding mentors, connections, and job opportunities just by doing a nice thing like sending a coffee. If you're tired of the spam and want to connect with real industry professionals, then check out It's on Meet. Go to itsonmeet.com and download for iOS or Android. But if we want to like zoom in a little bit more, how much do you need to be posting on each platform, quality versus quantity on each platform? We've said a million times you don't need to post every day on Instagram in order to grow. I do think Instagram is one of the only platforms that within that platform, quality is a little bit more important than quantity. Would you agree? Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. It's just the storefront, right? Like it's your best work, your best photos, your best video. Um, And then when you take, if you took that same piece of content and you put it on TikTok, you are not going to get the same result. It's been proven time and time again. 
So I would say, obviously you want, yeah, like Tara said, like your best work, your really good work that you're really proud of, whatever that is for you. Whatever. Yeah. So that's one of the only platforms that I do think quality takes a bit of a, of a, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Lead, I guess. Quality takes the lead a little bit more than quantity. However, this isn't necessarily quantity of content, but I tell people all the time, I think you should show up once a day on Instagram. That does not mean you have to post something new to the grid every day on Instagram. That could be answering comments, answering DMs, outbound engagement, posting a story, reposting like a video that you thought was funny or an inspirational quote, just showing up once a day. So that in that way, quantity matters. Um, But in terms of like actual content, I don't know if it matters as much. But on TikTok, this is where I'm kind of back in the mindset of I do think quantity matters Mm -hmm. because because of the nature of TikTok, obviously, like a lot of this is stuff that you've heard, but it's authentic content. It's relatable content. So it shouldn't be as hard for you to be making right? Like there's not as much thought. For example, I'm, I filmed like eight to 10 TikTok videos this morning for TJ. But while I do that, if I have an idea for like my personal page, I'll do that. Those take me two minutes mm-hmm. because it's just like, this is something that's on my mind that I'm going to film or I'm going to set up the camera while I pour a glass of kombucha in my like wine glass, whatever. Like little things like that. It shouldn't take you super long to be doing these things. So it shouldn't be like super overwhelming to be making more content on TikTok. Yeah, I feel like TikTok in 2023 is just turned into like a mini vlog like platform and like yeah. these get ready these get ready with me's and these like talking to the camera things are just they're not produced and so it sh- and that's what people are being drawn to. So it shouldn't look produced. So, and I think about like TikTok kind of just reminds me of stories, which is probably part of the reason that stories on TikTok have not really taken off that much mm-hmm. because yeah. the entire app is like the same energy as Instagram stories, where you just set up a camera, talk, and post. Like it doesn't have to be anything insane. So, the same way that you can post 50,000 Instagram stories in one day, like, Keep that energy, but on TikTok. Keep, yeah. And I think Snap, I always say that it's kind of like that Snap. I feel like that generation was like primed on Snapchat on just like getting comfortable in front of the camera. And now they're like coming out of yeah. Snapchat to TikTok and taking over. I also think like one thing that I have realized a lot is people can make multiple videos out of one event. So one of my favorite examples is Madeline White. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. She does little like fashion, get ready with me. Not even get ready with me, like pick an outfit with me. But she'll be going to an event. Like her boyfriend's a DJ, right? So she's like, get ready with me for my boyfriend's show. The first video is her doing her makeup. Second video might be her doing her hair. Third video is her picking out an outfit. That's one process that she's now been able to make three pieces of content about. Yep. You know, so things like that where you don't make it one video. Like you can easily capitalize on the one thing that you're doing or the one event that you're going to and make a lot of content. Like Alex Earl does a similar thing, right? She does a get ready with me face, get ready Mm -hmm. with me outfit. Things like that 
it can be so, so simple. And I just think a lot of us are overthinking it. I also think when you that goes back to your post you made this week over don't overthink it. I don't know. Yeah, like just stop overthinking it. Well, Mm -hmm. and if okay, let's say you don't want to do get ready with me. That's fine. Like let's for example, you could maybe do a vlog of the day in your life. So now you're gonna have a ton of clips, right? You can use those clips obviously for the vlog for the day in your life. You can use some of that B-roll clip for that like inspirational montage, whatever quote you hear on social media. We always need B-roll. You can do during that day in the life, you're already probably filming some of you in the car. Maybe talk, maybe talk in the car, set up your camera, talk about something, right? And then maybe you do the same thing, like you use those same clips that you're doing like a montage type day in the life, but you use those clips and you do a voiceover. That's four videos that you've been able to make out of those same clips. Yeah. So I just don't think it needs to be as complicated as people think. So when we say like post more quantity matters, it doesn't have to be extra work. It doesn't. And then you even you look at the top creators, right? I, like I said, I brought up Alex Earl already, Meredith Duxbury. Everyone that's really big on this platform right now is mostly posting more than once a day. I know. So, yeah. They're because they're they're it's also a relationship thing, right? They're they're almost right. become your friends and so you want to touch base with them throughout the day. And that's the audience that they're. That's so true. Especially like if you're an influencer, that's so true. You do want to like get a little, what are they up to today? Like what's new? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just, I think it doesn't have to be too intense. Obviously you guys know where I stand on like quantity too, where it's like, if it's not sustainable for you, that's fine. But I think the reason a lot of people think it's not sustainable for them is because they think they have to go out of their way and make five videos a day when they can just reuse the content that they already have to make videos or like carousels on TikTok right now are so huge and such a lazy and easy way to do content where like, let's say you post a video on a carousel every day. That's so easy. Scroll through your camera roll, find photos, you guys. You guys. Like you already have the photos. (laughs) So if it's genuinely not sustainable for you, if you are so booked you're like, I cannot post more than once a day. I can barely post three times a week. That's fine. But I want you guys to reframe for a second what is actually sustainable and how much work actually needs to go into these TikToks. And I'm talking specifically about TikTok just because they don't need that high quality energy. Agree. So, And you don't need a brand new idea every time. We've talked about this too. You can talk about the same topics multiple times. Let's say you talk about something three weeks ago, does pretty well. Talk about it again. Or even repost the video, you guys. You're allowed to repost on TikTok. That's another thing is that like if you are really struggling, just repost a video. Don't do it all the time, but it's probably not going to reach the exact same people or they're honestly probably going to forget about the video that you posted three months ago. So, so true. I've done that a few, so, with a few of our accounts, like the ones that have done really well, um, reposted them and they do well again. So it's really yeah. just going back and analyzing which, which content did the best and then throwing that into maybe one of your, into your schedule somehow um, where you're kind yeah. of going. It's, it's a really easy tip if you are struggling with content. Like if you genuinely don't have time to make that much content this week or something like that, it's an easy way to keep that quantity up without doing the extra work. Yes. 
So anyways, that's kind of where we stand on the quality versus quantity situation. Obviously, I'm not telling you to put out shit content. But I'm just telling you to. How about I have a question for you? Like when you say quality, how do you differentiate? Is that the quality of the film? Is that the quality of the thought? Is that the quality of the shot? Like what is it? Do you think that is it that makes it quality? I kind of think it's like all of the above. It's when I say quality over quantity, I kind of mean when I say quality, I kind of just mean like. You're putting a lot of energy into it. There's like good film quality. There's a lot of thought going into it. Creative power. A lot of editing, like a lot of perfectionism. You are like so proud of what – and not to say you shouldn't be proud of the content you're making. You should. But it's just that like you are spending a lot of time trying to create the perfect piece of content Mm -hmm. rather than just posting. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where we stand on that. Tara, do you have any additional thoughts on on the matter? No, just check back in because it might change. Yeah, honestly, you guys normalize changing your mind. Yeah, but right now this is what's working and this is what we're suggesting. Exactly. Yeah, check back in six months from now. We'll let you know because for all we know, all of the platforms could change. We don't know. We don't. All right, y'all. Well, until next week, have a good week and we'll talk to you later. Talk later. Bye.